I had a luau party last weekend at the Moose Lodge. We're getting ready for our state convention in Little Rock the weekend of the 23rd to the 26th. So, fans, I'm going to be actually on the show live from Little Rock, Arkansas on the 23rd of August, which is like six days before Granny's birthday. So, and my son and my husband are going to the convention with me. So, we're going to make it like a family, little family vacation type thing, you might call it, but... Not going to have much time for, we'll have some fun, but, you know, I'll be doing a lot of stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. But, of course, you know, that doesn't take away from me helping you guys or helping B-Train with his podcast, you know, like I've been doing. And just been super busy, you know. But, hey, it keeps me keeps me going, you know. Well, you know, we do love, uh, we do love your contribution, everything that you do for us. And, uh we're always glad when you're on with us, and uh, of course, you know, tonight is no exception. Uh, you know, I didn't, uh, with my new hours, uh, as everybody knows, uh, I haven't really had a chance to watch Raw or SmackDown yet. Uh, Granny, if you have, uh, uh, I don't care if, uh, if there's any spoilers, but uh, Anything interesting happen on either of those two shows that we should talk well, about? Well, I didn't. I I didn't get to see much of SmackDown Tuesday night. Um, I got to see some of Raw. Um, you know, they did a Renee Young did an interview with Paul Heyman, and I swear, all the years that I've ever watched that man, anything to do with wrestling, I think that was the quietest that I have ever seen Paul Heyman in my life it was almost scary <clears throat> because he kept looking over his shoulder like he like somebody like he was just waiting for Brock Lesnar to come out from behind a door and attack him or something I don't know the man looked like he was in tears you know so you know for Paul Heyman to be that quiet you know something's up I mean you know, of course, you know, Seth Rollins was supposed to face, you know, a, in a tag team match against Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. And, of course, Stephanie had to call Constable Corbin, and he had to throw his two cents into Kurt Angle and hand him the phone. And they basically told Roman Reigns that if he went out and was part of the tag team match with Seth Rollins Monday night, that he would lose his chance to face Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. So basically, Seth Rollins was on his own, you know, Monday night between on the tag team. You know, and of course, unfortunately, you know, he lost, you know, because he was by himself. But, you know, um, basically, you know, um, the B team was in a match against the Revival and uh, all of a sudden the lights go out, and all of a sudden Matt Hardy's on one ring corner, and Bray Wyatt's on the other ring corner, and Bo Dallas is in the ring, and one of the Revival guys is in the ring, Curtis Axel, the other Revival guy, they got knocked out on the floor, and Bray Wyatt ended up doing a Sister Abigail on Bo Dallas, and, you know, so now I guess it's going to be a triple threat match at SummerSlam against the B team, against Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy and the revival for the tag team belts from my understanding. So all right. Well, you know, 
Uh, I'm going to go out and make a prediction uh, for what's going for what you're going to see after SummerSlam. And uh, from what I'm uh, uh, going to say that you're going to see on the Monday Night Raw after SummerSlam will pretty much tell you how I feel uh, SummerSlam is going to go. Here's how it's going to go down. On Monday Night Raw, you will see Paul Heyman come out and say, My name is Paul Heyman, and I am the Advocate General for the reigning, undisputed, world wrestling, universal champion, Roman Reigns. I think think Paul Heyman is going to jump. Roman. Well, you know, that's Sorry, what B Train and down. Yeah, you, you kind of bring that up. That's what B Train and I were talking a lot about this past week on our on the shows with him. You know, <clears throat> we were kind of making that same prediction that he felt like um Paul Heyman was going to, you know, take over, you know, and have Roman, you know, be Roman Reigns, you know, be his guy and, you know, so We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, you know, it's going to be interesting. All right. So how is your week been, uh, on? One thing, one thing I do want to uh, let everybody know, uh, uh, you know, we had uh, Chris Markham on with us from uh, Midwest Championship International Wrestling uh, on a few weeks ago. And uh, we want to give a shout-out. They're going to be having a show Saturday, September 22nd uh, at 7.30 p.m. at the Dale Community Center, 103 North Wallace Street, Dale, Indiana, 47523. I don't know why I said the zip code, but if you want to – if you need to put uh, that into your uh, navigation system, uh, you have all the information. Uh, we are going to be getting uh, Chris back on to talk about that, and uh, we'll uh, hopefully get some of his talent on. Uh, we just need to uh, uh, get him a day before that, um, and uh, we'll talk to him about that. And, so how's your uh, week been, been Icon? icon. You, you, have you had a good week? I have. I have had probably the greatest week of my life in a long time. Um, uh, for those of you who follow me on Facebook, uh, not necessarily our web page, but uh, the Icon page, uh, the Icon is going to be purchasing a motorhome. And I put the down payment on it uh, yesterday. And uh, it's going to be the Icon-esque mobile. And uh, <laughs> the eventual plan is to uh, – I am going to drop a sound system into it right away. And eventually I'm going to uh, have it wrapped uh, with the Icon's logo and uh, Attitude Area Live's logo. And uh, eventually I would like to take that on the road, uh, Me, Chris, and uh, uh, Granny can go on the road with this a couple times. And uh, – uh, you know, maybe we uh, take the thing on the road uh, to different independent wrestling shows, like do some podcast live from shows. I think that would be awesome. And would um, be. the way I understand it, uh, the couple I'm buying the RV from told me that you can sleep eight if you're civil, but you can sleep six comfortably. So 
you know. Uh, uh, so that'll be uh, that'll be fun. That will be fun. And uh, so our guest should be calling in shortly, uh, and then we'll talk to him, and then we'll introduce him, and uh, it'll be fun. And uh, yes. Right. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to WFC this weekend. I'm excited about it. So it's gonna it's gonna be a good night. It's gonna be a good show. Lots of great matches. So I'm excited about it. And I know we're working on trying to get the promoter and founder of Wrestling Pro Cause on our podcast as well. We've been working on that. So hopefully Tim Rockwell will be able to come on very very soon with us. Well, yeah, and uh, I'm working on that with him. And, uh, yes. Uh, two things at once here. Making sure all oh, I multitask. Up, I multitask all the time, so. <laughs> Nothing out of the ordinary for Granny to be multitasking. Well, you know, I guess we all have to fall uh, back, I guess. Uh, uh, sometimes, uh, you know. So, uh, yeah, so uh, once uh, he calls in, we'll get him on, and uh, he should be calling in shortly. I just sent him a signal, and, uh, um, and I guess... Um, uh, that should be happening soon. Hopefully, like I say, hopefully, uh, um, you know. <laughs> Can you hear him? Thank you, Michael. Is, is, is that our guest? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? All right. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and introduce you, then we'll put you on. Just one second. Okay. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, our first combatant of the night he is one half of the greatest tag team in the history of wcw not only is he one half of that tag team he is the best member of that tag team ladies and gentlemen i give you the legend stevie ray what's going on brother welcome welcome to the show stevie we're glad you're here with us Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. Hey, uh, am I allowed? Am I allowed to call you brother? Yeah, you can call me brother. That's a, <laughs> that's right. a universal I, word I, that I, we I, use in the professional wrestling business. Yeah, I see. I've always wanted. I've always wanted a brother. Because my twin brother, you know, he's not too smart. He forgets my birthday every year, but that's another story. So, um, talking to Stevie Ray now. Uh, Generally, what we do is uh, I introduce the guests, and then they give us a little background about themselves. So uh, we'll let you, uh, even though everybody knows who you are, uh, we'll go ahead and let you give a little background, then we'll ask you some questions. Well, you know, I was thinking maybe you guys have already given your fans a background as to who I am, because, you know, Stevie Ray's been around for almost 30 years. So, yeah, if you don't know me by now, I don't think you will ever know me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. 
Well, but, I'll tell you. you know, if that's what I need to do, I will do it. I'm, my name is Stevie Ray. I got into the professional wrestling business in 1989. I wrestled in many independent organizations before I got into the global wrestling federation before we were four to five time me and my brother Booker T was four to five time I can't even remember tag team champions. I was a global heavyweight champion. On to uh WCW where we became ten times world tag team champions as well as the uh I myself was a world television champion and I was also the leader of the NWO. After WCW after their demise, after the disgraceful demise, I took my talent overseas for four and a half years and you know and I opened a couple of businesses here in the greater Houston, Texas area, you know, where I was where I grew up and I'm still here today doing what I do. And uh, right now I'm under a legend contract with WC WWE, uh which is paying me some very good money for just existing on this planet. Which, you know, when you are a legend that's what happens. You know, you get paid for just being you. Just to let you guys know that, for anybody that don't know, that's just today's edification. At the end of all of that, Stevie Ray is right here. I also have my own podcast, Stand Up for Greatness. A podcast with that was in four and a half, four and a half months, was on the t- 192 in the nation. That's the kind of verbiage that I deliver. So if you guys want to know anything other than that, go to Wikipedia. That's a lie anyway. Half of that crap is wrong. But be that as it may, I hope that I hope I said what you guys needed to hear. How's that? Perfect. That was Perfect. awesome. That was awesome. Now, um, you know, in uh, in WCW's heyday, you know, and I'm gonna uh, and if there's anything that I ask or that Granny asks that you don't want to talk to or mention or talk about, all you gotta do is say, and your next question is, and we'll just move on. Hey, hey brother, okay. you know, firstly, let me enlighten you on something. This ain't my first rodeo. Okay. Well, okay. You know, my here, first rodeo. You don't have you here, don't here. have to let me know what phrases to use when I'm doing an interview. I'm well I'm okay. well versed at doing interviews. But thank you for that edification. Okay. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Stevie. You are bigger than me, and you can turn me into a pretzel. Oh no, so no, no, brother! Don't you. try to make me out to be a violent person. Okay. Don't, don't, that's, not what, that's not what don't, I meant. Don't, you know, you, I mean. you don't That's have to I mean. do that. Don't profile me as a violent okay. person. I'm just letting <laughs> okay. you know that this ain't my first rodeo. I came up in the entertainment business, so I actually know what okay. I'm talking about. But like I said, thank you for your edification today. Okay, I apologize. Okay. Don't have to apologize. So, uh, I'm just, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, um, back in the day, uh, when, uh, you know, before the NWO and, uh, you know, before Eric Bischoff, you know, you and your brother were pretty, uh, riding pretty high in the, uh, in the WCW as, as a great, uh, tag team, the, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. And then when Eric Bischoff came in, started the NWO, started Monday Nitro and everything, and then eventually WCW had its demise. Do you have, in your opinion, uh, what you thought was the downfall to WCW? You know, the downfall of WCW was just like any business. You know, wrestling is the entertainment business. Keyword, business. And if you don't handle your business when you are running a business, what's going to happen to that business? That business is going to pretty much fizzle out. Because of the competition. Not only that, WCW had so many crooks behind the scenes. 
so many thieves behind the scenes. Who knows what was going on with that company? When you don't have people that are on the up and up and doing their due diligence to really get a company to another level, then what do you have? You have anarchy. And once you have anarchy, you have nothing because at the end of the day, it will end. If you don't believe me, ask the Soviet Union. Right. Now, do you have any... Um uh, do you have any uh, ill wills towards uh, uh, Eric Bischoff or... Uh... I have any ill will toward anybody. So why? Okay. Because I've been everywhere and I've seen everywhere. I know what people are capable of and I know what they're doing to do. And when they do stuff like that, you know, they're not above it. Nobody's above, nobody's above you know, doing certain things that are... Uh, normally do if they was in another position. I don't want to call any names or really put anything out there like so people can take what I'm saying and twist it around and turn it into something else. But the wrestling business, like I just said, it's like it's it's just like any other business. My ill will I might have a little ill will towards certain people I used to work with, things of that nature. But the wrestling business was good to me. I never thought I would go as far as I did, you know what I'm saying? I just like wrestling. All the other stuff I really didn't give two shits about. And I don't know if I can curse on your show, but be that you as sure you can. may, you I just sure want to be emphatic about reign. what I'm saying. Yeah, you have free reign. You can say whatever you want. Just no F-bombs. It's fine. Well, I'm just letting you. I'm um, okay. No, I'm just saying. Just trying to be emphatic about what I'm saying. That's all. Sure. I have no ill will. Now, WCW, WCW gave me the opportunity to go to heights that I never dreamed of, and they took me all over the world. They took me on uh, several different co- countries, 30 years of passports. I'm on my 27th year of having a passport. took me on every continent except for one and out of numerous of countries. Hey, man, the only way a kid from South Park, Texas, could ever do what I did, back on it, hey, I'm grateful, very, very grateful. Now, in your, uh, you know, you mentioned that you, uh, you know, you have the Legends contract with the WWE. Now, do you, uh, do, you, uh, do, you, uh, do, you, do you go out and still wrestle independently with different organizations, or uh, do you pretty much concentrate on the businesses that you own? I mean, the Legends contract has nothing to do with wrestling. The Legends contract is pretty much memorabilia, videos, things of that, things of that nature, where they use your uh, likeness still, uh, to still generate, you know, products and things of that nature, and they give you a quarterly check. You know, so, but as far as independent shows, I really don't have time. Every now and then I might do something for a friend of mine or something like that, uh, you know, other than that, I really don't have time. All right. Well, and uh, I hope that uh, you know you consider consider me a friend because you're uh, you're on our show tonight. We appreciate. No, I do not consider you a friend, brother. For for you to be my friend, you really have to. I really have to get to know you with all due respect. Okay. All right. I understand. I understand. Um. So, uh, you know, you mentioned that uh, you um, you you own a couple uh, businesses in uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, uh, can, I'll let you uh, pitch those. Can you tell us about those? What uh, what 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 you're doing with oh, those? Oh man, I've I've owned many businesses. I've owned many businesses. I was talking about back when I was getting out of the wrestling business. I used to own my own uh, detail shop that was open for like four, right at five years, and then I sold it. And uh, you know, me and my brother started a wrestling school here. 
and uh, I own my own trucking business. So you know, I, I'm I'm uh, auditioning for movies. Matter of fact, I just got a role in a movie that's going to be starting shooting later this year. Right now, I'm shooting another independent movie right here in town. Uh, you know, Stevie Ray is a renaissance man, brother. I, I'm you know I'm I'm all over the place. Are you able to give us uh, details about the movie or not yet? Well, the movie that I'm shooting right now is a football movie, and I'm playing one of the uh, assistant coaches. The movie that's going to be shot later this year, it's uh, I don't really I don't really know if I'm at liberty to talk about it yet because everything is still in the works. But uh, I was called by the producer of the show the, uh, a couple of days ago, and he told me that I do have the role, and they're writing it as we speak. But, you know, I'll, I will okay. be posting more about that as I know more about it myself. Okay. And the one that uh, the one that uh, you're filming now, uh, uh, are you uh, are, have you filmed all your scenes? Or are you still? Uh, no, 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 no. I think we got one one more in a week or two that we're going to be doing. It's a big uh, finale, a big football thing, a uh, big football field stadium getting being rented out over near Galveston, Texas, and uh, we're going to be filming everything there. I think that my last shot is going to be done there, I think. Okay. And uh, you uh, have they told you when it might be released? No, they haven't. Okay. I don't care when well, it's released. Okay, Send me the check. All right. Well, <laughs> like I said, see you raise a bit. You know, I might not even right. see the movie. As long as the movie pays well, it's all good. As we talk, I myself, I'm going to produce my own movie. Do you, uh, do you need That's any going to be. I'm working to... on a documentary, and that, my friend, I will be giving a little bit more details on that in the next couple of months. All right. Well, if you need any extras in that uh, that documentary, I'd love to come out and work for free. I'll carry your bags. Uh, I'll get you your your. <laughs> I'll shine your shoes. I'll do whatever you need. I'd love to be part of he'll that. He'll get your he'll I'm, get he'll get your he'll get your coffee for you, Stevie. He'll do well, he'll, he'll, he'll be your slave. Will, will cool, but I don't drink coffee. But hey, man, I appreciate you uh, offering. Uh, I just call you up, man. You know, you might be able to help me out. But I tell you what, once I get all the logistics down, I'm actually still writing it as we speak. But I have gotten to go okay on it. And uh, hey, I'll come back on your show and I'll let you know what's what. That's the problem. How's that? Okay, That's awesome. and then I'll tell you what I'll I'll even uh, uh, throw in one little extra uh, uh, piece for you. I will bring Granny Hawkson with me, and she'll bake you her homemade, <laughs> famous chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> okay, cool. That's, that's, <laughs> right. Hey, that's a deal, man. Gotta do that. All right. So, uh, with um, do you have any um any plans at all, or any? Yearning to get back in the ring at all to do anything uh, with the WWE I'm, I'm a, at all? I'm gonna be honest with you, brother. Man, I, I don't really know how to put this without sounding disgruntled. I but you can I, put it any way you want. Yeah, I'm not a person that likes to go backwards. Wrestling was a chapter in my life. I'm the kind of person that likes to read a lot. I was dyslexic as a kid, and it was hard for me to read. And once I was cured or found out how to deal with my dyslexia, 
I felt as though the whole world was in front of me and I had to catch up. So I used to go to the library for the hell of it and just eat books like crazy. And what I learned about books, once you finish with a chapter, the chapter is over. So I'm not going to sit here and try to go backwards and try to, you know, uh, rekindle something that was good at one time, but it's over. I still like being around the wrestling business. But I'm going to put it like this. I don't give two shits about what happened years ago. What I give two shits about what's going to happen tomorrow in my life. Okay. Now, um, you know, we uh, all, uh, we always, uh, you know, see your brother a lot on the, uh, you know, my doing dad? audio commentary. Yeah. No, yeah. I think Well, you know, we always. Okay. Was I cutting out there? No, 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 no. I was asking you when you're talking about the. SmackDown or one of the TV shows on WWE? Well, you know, when when he does like the 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 uh pre-show for the pay-per-views. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now, um when uh you know, when he's doing that, uh you know, you mentioned that uh, you know, you you know, you know, you don't want to go back and I, you know, I understand that, but uh have they have they uh if they approach you and ask you to do that? Would it just be a flat-out no, or would you so that's different than getting into the ring. question you asked, well, do I have any plans on getting back in the ring, or do you remember what you asked me? No, I remember I asked you that, but I mean. Well, that's totally different than doing commentary once a month. Okay. Like I said, I'm well, still you, around the wrestling, yeah. but I have no desire to be a professional wrestler again. I am an ex-professional wrestler pursuing other things in my life. Now, commentary is other things. That's not wrestling. That's just talking, you know, just like uh, just like when I do my podcast or when I do, you know, my radio show. Just talking. That's when, not hard. Uh, when is, when is, uh, when is uh, your podcast on it? Our fans well, want actually, to, uh... it's down right now, but I'm getting ready to start it back. Actually, that's what I was working on right before you guys called. I'm getting ready to start it back here at my home, and I'm going to be doing it on a nightly basis. Whereas I used to do it once a week, I want to do it on a nightly basis. So I'm going to choose a subject or let my fans choose a subject to talk about on a nightly basis, and I'm going to have different guests skyping themselves in, and uh, I'm going to turn it into a nightly show, 8 o'clock every night for the whole world to see. Now, will you uh, now, and, and you'll talk about all subjects, and it's not just going to be wrestling; it's going to be about everything. Will, hey, brother, I am well versed in everything, so whatever you bring up, I will study it if I don't know it, and I will bring it. Now, will uh, will um, uh, it be? Uh, it, it's, it's a call-in show, kind of like ours, or it's uh, going to be. Just, yeah, we'll have call-in, just like you called me, calling you right now. It'll be called. I'm going to give out a number for fans to call in, and they can talk to me, and they can talk to whatever guest that I have on. It's going to be something that a lot of people are not doing. And as soon as I do it, watch every one of those ham hocks out there try to fight my gimmick. And uh, you know that's the that's another thing. You know if uh, you know if you ever uh, need a. Uh, a, a a, a guest or anything like that, I'd uh, I'd love to return the favor. You came on our show. We'd love to be part of yours at some point, you know? 
you do you have anything interesting to talk about? Yes. Well, any I, I'm pretty versed in a lot of stuff too, but usually I just talk about myself. No, I'm kidding. Well, I'm well, kidding. That's what I'm saying. I said interesting. What do you think yeah, my you gotta audience, have my fans would like to talk about? You got to have interesting stuff to talk about, Icon. Yeah. Well, the deal is the deal is with me is if you give a subject, I can pretty much uh, talk about anything. Well, the only thing you talked about tonight was me having ill will toward anybody in WCW and Eric Bischoff messing up everything. <laughs> well, uh, it, it was it was just a question, uh, you know. Well, I, well this is my I question to you. Let let you know let. let we're going to have a little small version of the show right now. How's that? Okay. Hey, I want to hear this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I want to hear this. Yeah, I, I want to hear it too. Now, if I was asking you some questions about professional wrestling, would you be able to answer them emphatically? Or would you be able to answer them about something you've heard through the grapevine? I would be able to answer them emphatically. Yes, I would be able to. Really? Yes. Okay, who did we wrestle when when the when the when the Bikers and Sturgis was so racially entrenched at the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally? Who was our opponent in that match? Do you remember? Do you remember? Was it uh, the Outsiders? Ain't that some stuff? I knew you wouldn't. No, it wasn't no Outsiders. Outsiders hadn't even got to WCW yet. Okay. Okay. You see what I'm talking about? You see what I'm talking about? Interesting people? Right, right. Yeah. When I come up with something like that, you got to be uh, you got to be ready, man. You got to do your research, Icon. Yeah, you tell him. You tell him, baby. Icon, you got to do your research, bro. We're going to go over this on another day. I'm going to let you off the hook right now. We're going to go over this on another day. As of right now, you're not ready. All right. Oh, well, okay. That, that, that's uh, – I, I fully accept that. I, I, I will – I take that. Okay. Uh, you know. I'm trying to help you out, brother. I'm trying to help you out, brother. I understand, I, and I, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, this is the thing about Stevie Ray, brother. Ray, brother. You know, I have a radio show. Well, I just stopped doing my radio The radio show is called Straight Shooting with Stevie Ray. And they used to call me that in the business, Straight Shooting Stevie Ray. Tony Schiavone gave me that name. You know why he gave me that name? Why did he give you that name? Because I bring it straight, baby. And I bring it hard, and I bring it heavy. <coughs> I bring it with a lot of soul. Can you dig it? Right. Nah, you can't dig it. But anyway, you know, when we come to, when it comes to interviews and subjects, hey, brother, the fans know, because suckers got to know. You dig that? I dig it. I can definitely dig it. Okay, now you're catching on. Now you're catching on. All right, awesome. I understand. And like I said, I... uh, just imagine if I was you right now and you were me. Can you well, imagine that? I'll tell you what, right now, right now, right now. I mean, I, 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 I've never been this nervous in an interview in my life. To be well, okay, why are you nervous? <laughs> you sound like a policeman that just pulled me over for a traffic ticket. What you sound like? 
I got my hand on the trigger, and I'm going to go up and see if he got oh his registration my. and his driver's license. Because he's a big black oh dude. That's the same thing that cops go through, and next thing you know, I'm dead. Well, we hope not. Oh. Yeah, we hope not. I'm nervous right now. Nervous from what? I told you I'm not a violent person. Well, you know, uh, you know, I, I I understand that, and it it's just the uh, it's just a it's, what? it's just it's it's just the way I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, if that's the way you're putting it, it's all good. Well, let me enlighten you, brother. Okay, I bear you now, no ill will. Okay. Okay, <laughs> I understand that. Okay. Now, uh, I. Now go ahead and finish. I shouldn't ask this next question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Will, are you are you willing to do uh, a little promo for us for when we replay your interview back? And I'll hear the promo, then I'll go into your interview. Are you willing to do that or? Yeah, no. that's cool. Okay, I I sent you the script. Do you still have it, or do you want me to resend it to you so you can say it? Hey, wait a minute. What is the script? I'll write it down. Okay. Hey, this is Stevie Ray from the Harlem Heat, or whatever you want to say. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. You know, brother, I usually get paid for stuff like this. You know what we call that in the radio business? A promo? A drop. A drop, okay. Well, we sometimes call it a liner, but I understand. But, hey, I, I, I asked if you can do it. You, you, I mean, you I'm going to? in the studio to do a drop, brother. If I'm going in the studio to do a drop, somebody just paid Stevie Ray to do a drop. Okay. And then to put you over, put the icon over. Yeah, You're the icon, right? Would, yes. I am. Yeah, oh, he's the icon. He's the icon. Yeah, he's an icon. Iconic figure of what? I'm trying to figure out. Certainly not of congeniality. <laughs> well, I, I think oh, I just. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be there. laughing, but this is. I'm looking at your own partner's laughing on the phone, man. You got, I thought you guys were professionals. I, man. What's going on? Well, we are, but I, I think I just got insulted by Stevie Ray, which I can. Oh, you didn't get I insulted. Mean, I, I'm just trying to help you out, brother. Yeah, I'm it, wouldn't be the, like, it wouldn't be the first time. It wouldn't be the first time. And see, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm just... Like I said, and, stop and profiling Yes. See, Stevie, Granny is not a wrestler, even though I've been threatened, been thrown in the ring a few times. I'm just a huge fan, and I actually got my gimmick name, as you may call it, several years ago from a co-worker because I love to watch wrestling. I've, went, okay. I've been to a lot of independent shows over the years. I have a lot of friends that are wrestlers. I've met a lot of big-time WWE stars, you know, right. that I've associated with at different independent shows, and I love my wrestling. I'm just a huge fan. I actually had Tommy Dreamer use my cane on Matt Riviera at a TCW show back in 2013. He took the cane right out of my hand. Oh. Of course, they TV tape their shows, you know, okay. and the, announce the commentators are like, Granny, Granny. Oh, my God, he's got Granny Holster's cane. And the one commentator says, 
Granny, what this isn't a fan bring your own weapons match, you know, and I mean I I've been handcuffed to managers before at an independent show, so I love to watch wrestling. I'm a huge wrestling well, tell fan. Me, tell me this because Stevie Ray is a very inquisitive person. Can you tell me this? <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> Why didn't you conduct this interview? Because I'm just a co-host. I'm not I mean, I think if you had <laughs> this interview would have went very smoothly, and we would have had, you know, a lot of content to get out there. And I actually could have, uh, we actually could have made it very interesting and very entertaining. What do you think? Well, it's been entertaining. Well, it's been entertaining. Well, I'll, <laughs> me, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, well, Stevie Ray, if you uh, if you do want to come back on with us again, I'll tell you what. I'll let Granny interview you, and I won't even be around. Wait a minute, brother! Don't get it! Don't 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 get offended! Don't be I'm offended. Not offended. Granny was just sitting there chronicling some of the things she's been through in the professional wrestling world that I might thought was very very interesting. And I love meeting. And we love we love Granny for that reason, you know. Excuse me. We love Granny Hawkster for that reason. She's great. Well, yeah, I just I've figured met, that out. I and huh? and and I I've met I've met Hacksaw Jim Duggan on several different occasions. Um, the Rock and Roll Express. I mean, I, I Jim Duggan is a hoot. I love Jim Duggan. He's awesome. And I tell you, you and Steve, you and Booker, you and Booker T were like one of my favorite tag teams back in the day. Well, you know, I love to watch you guys wrestle. And I appreciate that. This guy never said that, but anyway. But no, well, but I, I, but I, I, thought, I, I thought you knew that already. What? But I loved to, I loved to watch, I loved to watch wrestling. As a matter of fact, I have a friend over in Oklahoma that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for oh, a Cause. Oh, that's great. That's great. And no, uh, we do we do we do shows for the for people with you know kids that got cancer and the wrestlers donate their times but um mm-hmm. but when TCW was running I've met people like Matt Hardy, the Rock and Roll Express, Tommy Dreamer, Jake Roberts, right. Diamond Dallas Page, um, right. Mickey James. I've met a lot of big name stars over the years. Um, uh, AJ Styles. Like, like said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to, uh, um, I'm going to call back. I don't know when, but when I have something to say, and I'm, I'm going to get in contact with my man, the icon. On the social media, when I, I got to get out there, and we're gonna do this interview again. And next time, you know, we're gonna we're gonna have some. I'm gonna send him uh, some things to talk about to make the interview okay. more. Interesting. You know, I'm gonna do that for him well, because I care about the guy. You know, and I want well, I want to okay, see him. And I appreciate you doing that. Uh, we only have a few a uh, few more minutes here, real quick. Uh, okay. But before we. Uh, before we uh, do uh, sign off with you, uh, so our fans can uh, stay in touch with you. Do you have a uh, you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? Uh, do you have an Instagram? What do you got out there? I got everything, can, baby. Uh, it's all on the Ray, so just keep looking. All right. And uh, in my defense, in my defense, okay, uh, no big deal. But that usually I talk to. The guests a week ahead of time, I call them personally and we talk about what we're going to talk about. I didn't have the opportunity to do that with you. Okay, then maybe 
Maybe you should uh, resurrect that and rethink it. Okay. This is the thing. I understand. This is the thing. This is the thing. When it comes to myself, you can talk to me about anything. I don't shy away from anything. Everything out there, as far as my professional wrestling career, it, it, it's been put out there to the public. You got something you want to talk about, talk about it. If you got something pertaining to me, we can talk about it. If you got something pertaining to other people in the business, I can talk about it as much as I can without going overboard. It's talking about something, things that go on in the business that you're inquisitive about. We can talk about that, too. That is what conducting an interview is all about. I'm here for you. All right. And uh, you do have the number to the show. You can feel free to call in anytime you want. Uh, you know, and if uh, and if you know, you, you know, if you want to call in back, you, you're free to do that. Uh, but uh, we do have uh, we do have our next guest on with us, and uh, we do appreciate you taking time to join us. And I hope that you will join us again. What I would like to do is have a special show that just has you. We'll do a we'll do a special day thing, and we'll we'll hashtag all that out. And we'll we'll just we'll just talk to you. Okay, that'll work, brother. All right, thank you, Stevie Ray. Appreciate it. Thank, thank you, you, Stevie. Hey, hi, Granny. Nice to meet you and talk right. to you. Nice to meet you. Nice one. to talk to you too. All right. All right. See ya. Bye bye. Okay. Uh, I think that wow. was probably uh, <laughs> that that uh, that interview definitely went 360 degrees the wrong way. Uh, and uh, I'm not going to say anything else. Uh, we're going to move on. So we do have our next guest on. I'm going to go ahead and introduce him, and then we'll talk to him. And uh, hopefully uh, uh, I won't be as nervous for this one. So, ladies and gentlemen, our second combatant of the night, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, this man Puts the funk in everything wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you J.T. Funk. Hey, man, how are you? Hello. Hello, everybody. Now, uh, was that not the best uh, introduction you've ever had? It was the best introduction I ever had on a radio talk show. All right, well, that's good because my ego is like – Totally suffering right now, and I I think you helped patch it up. That's well, good. don't worry. I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna do a phenomenal job at getting everybody's spirit back up. That's what I'm here for. Awesome. Uh, so here is uh, what we like to do. Uh, after I introduce the guests, we like to have them tell us a little bit about themselves, and we ask them questions. So, uh, okay. if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, then we uh, we'll go to the questions. Okay. Awesome. Um. Well, I started training in 2013 for professional wrestling um i honestly always wanted to be a professional wrestler since i was young um i didn't know how i would go about becoming a pro wrestler because the area that i resided in at the time which was delaware it's a small state so it's not like wrestling was really big in it it's not like a new york or texas or a big city you know what i mean, you know what I mean? so I, right. I had no idea of getting involved in a wrestling business and one particular day, I was getting uh, my car looked at a local auto zone, and um, it had like a, a wrestling flyer for independent wrestling. I had no idea that independent wrestling existed. I just watched WWE, you know. And um, the back of the flyer had like a training school and had a number on there, and I immediately grabbed it and said, "Wow, 
Um, I wonder if I called this number, what happened? Um, I called the number, and um, I spoke to one of the promoters for any promotion, and then he gave me my current trainer's number, and I contacted my trainer, and I started training immediately, and, you know, here I am now. So that's kind of how I got into wrestling, but I was totally so, not expecting it. <laughs> so uh, he, so he's still your trainer to this day then, correct? Yes, Mark Harrell. Okay, now um, now is he also like your in-ring manager too or not? No, no, I, I don't have an in-ring manager. Um, but, yeah, he's the guy who broke me into the business, and I still currently train with him. Well, you know, you mentioned you don't have a manager. Uh, I'm uh, I'm up for hire, you know. Oh, well, I mean, oh, listen, I'm, I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> All right. I mean uh, – uh, I found out what happens when I ask certain guests for jobs and stuff. Uh, some go really good. Some yeah, not so absolutely. good. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so um, in your uh, in your time here in the business uh, to this point, uh, now you said you uh, have wrestled for different companies or you've wrestled for the same one the whole time? Oh, uh, no, I I wrestled for numerous companies. Um, I wrestled for uh, – I can go on and on. But um, just this year alone, I traveled to Chicago. I've been to Indiana. I've been to uh, Maryland. I've been to a variety of different states that I never imagined. Um, but with wrestling, it gave me that, that, that privilege and honor to do so. And uh, in, your, in your time, you have, you have won a few titles, haven't you? Uh Sadly, I've only won two championships thus far. I've I've won the I'm a two time open challenge champion for Rampage Pro Wrestling. That's in Delaware. That's my home promotion. Um and I'm the current one CW heavyweight champion which is also in Delaware. But I haven't won any championships yet outside of uh Delaware. All right, so when is uh when is your next match or don't uh, have you not uh, been told yet? Um, I have, I actually have a, a match, uh, this weekend, Saturday in Philadelphia, a uh, promotion called Super Crazy Wrestling. Okay. Do you know who, uh, who okay. your opponent is yet, or have they not told you? Uh, my opponent is Tahir James. He's from CZW. Now, uh, is this for the title? No, it is not. It's, uh, it's just a, it's a one-on-one match. It's a, it's a cruiserweight match. Um, actually, I defeated him at the last show that they had, and uh, this is part two. Okay. And now, when you wrestle, uh, are you, uh, are you a uh, babyface? Are you a heel? Are you an in-betweeny? Or do you let the crowd decide what you're going to be that night? <laughs> uh, it's relatively simple. If you see, if you look at all my Facebook pictures, you'll see I got a people call it a million dollar smile. So I'm gonna just just say that. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, because uh, you know that, uh, and this is an ego question coming up. Uh, the icon made a cool little collector's card for you. Was that awesome or what? Oh my God! I'm so very thankful. That was that was really really cool. I really appreciate. That. Yeah, because it, you know, with that card, with your smile, I mean, you're kind of a cross between uh, Tyrese Gibson and Kanye West. <laughs> I've never gotten that before. I got uh, I got Usher and I got Mike Epps. Usher and Mike Epps are the main things that people say I look like. So. <laughs> well, then you then you need to get better friends then. 
No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, um, every uh, every wrestler that we we uh, that we've talked to, you know, we all know that the big dance, you know, is the WWE. Now, we always ask this to all our independent wrestlers because they all have they all seem to have a different response. Ever nothing ever is really the same because when you get up to the WWE. You know, they basically tell you what you can do, who you can talk to. They basically really control all aspects of your life. Now, is that something that you aspire to do, or would you rather stay independently where you control your own destiny? When I first got into the business, um, you know, WWE is all I ever knew, and that's the only thing I ever really watched. Um, So, you know, got into the business, that's like, that's my ultimate goal. Yes, I want to get into WWE. That's my number one goal. Uh, now, I got two goals now, which is number one, priority is, one priority. you know, work for WWE. But, however, for me traveling and me being around uh, a lot more experienced guys, the second thing would be to make a living out of professional wrestling, because not everybody's going to make it to WWE. And if I don't make it to WWE, I don't want to give up on my dream, because We've seen it done. We've seen the Young Bucks. You know, we see Cody Rhodes. We see guys who making a living on the Indies. So it's possible. So number one would be me being signed to WWE, and the other one would be making a living from WWE. Um, I'm sorry, making a living with professional wrestling. Sorry about that. <laughs> All right. Well, let me ask you this. Now, uh, because we know that you have the, we have the ultimate drive. I mean, you you got the perfect look. You know, and I'm not just saying that because you're you. you. I mean, you have a perfect look to be a great superstar. Now, our question is, uh, then I'm going to let uh, Granny ask you a few questions. Um, when you when you get to the WWE, because we know you're going to get there, that you will still consider us your friends, and you will still talk to us when you're making that million dollars a year. You'll still consider us your friends, and you'll still talk to us. Absolutely. As long as, hold up, wait, as long as you guys continue to talk to me before I get there, because, you know, it's a lot of my friends that tell me, oh, yeah, when you get to WWE, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to be there. I want front row. And I'm like, "Uh, who's there now? Are you coming to support me now while I'm on the Indies? No. So why would you wait until I get to WWE to get you front row tickets? I like people that support me now when I'm, I'm I'm not going to say a nobody, but while I'm on the indies and I'm working hard and nobody really knows who I am yet, be with me. Be supportive then. Don't wait until I get on the main stage and say, oh, okay, I went to school with him or I was really good friends with him. Don't be that guy, you know? So as long as you guys can see you guys before then, yes, I can promise you guys that. I will still talk to you. Well, here's the deal. You know this is not going to be your only appearance on this show. I hope not. I'm really excited to be on here. I hope I come back again. <laughs> well, at least one guest has said that tonight. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. I, I found I've, I learned one thing tonight, and uh, this is kind of a sidebar. Then we'll, we'll, you know, I, I learned one thing. Who you can joke around with and who you can't and who will take what you say seriously and who will know what you're not kidding and when you're kidding. And I learned that tonight, and that's all I'm going to say. 
Anyway. I think you learned that the hard way, Icon. <laughs> I did. Now, now Granny, uh, I know you have some questions for JT, so go ahead. First of all, hello, and and I I'm not a wrestler, just so you know, you know, with the name of Granny Hulkster, it's it's my gimmick name. I'm just a huge wrestling fan. I have been for years. I love wrestling, and I love to give the heels lots of grief because that's Granny's job to do that. But you know, uh, and and if I was closer to you, I would I would be more than glad to come and watch you wrestle and support you. You know, I I live in Arkansas, is where I live at, so. Um, You know, I actually have a friend over in Oklahoma that does independent wrestling shows. It's called Wrestling for a Cause for Kids that Have Got Cancer. So if you ever come to Oklahoma and look for some place to wrestle, I can hook you up with the promoter for Wrestling for a Cause. I can get you hooked up with that person. So just saying. So um, what has been your most, I guess, memorable and even possibly most challenging match that you've ever had? Um, I I have two, but um, the one that I'm I'm going to give you recently was um the one I had in June June twenty third uh, two thousand eighteen in Delaware against Mister Grim Mister Grim for hire. Um, we had a match and uh it was just. It was one of the first matches I had that was a, like a lot of back and forth, like a lot of high spots. I'm not a guy or a wrestler per se who has a lot of high spots. You know, I'm kind of like an old school baby face, you know. Um, but this was the match that kind of was like a turning point for my career because I stepped out, I stepped a little out of my comfort zone, um, and I was very pleased with the match. So uh, yeah, uh, the match I had in June in Delaware it was very memorable, and everybody still enjoyed. Everybody still enjoyed. Okay, that's awesome. Now, do you um have you ever done or will you do any gimmick matches uh or is that like like cage matches and stuff like that? Or is that stuff you try to avoid or stay away from? Yeah, I try to stay avoid uh I try to stay away from those type of matches. Um, because I I understand now more than anything the importance of my body and taking really good care of it. So you know, I don't go out there and, and, and do crazy bumps and crazy stuff because, you know, that takes a toll on your body. Like, every time I do a suicide dive or anything minimum, I'm in some type of pain afterwards. I regain, you know, I, I recover fast, but it's just that thought of, if I continue to do this every match that I have, my body is going to, you know what I mean? So I try to avoid as much as possible, and I try to be considerate of my opponents by not having them bump as much, and I try not to bump as much. Just, you know, because I feel like I got to preserve myself and my body to when I get to that next level, you know, and I should be able to perform at the highest level possible. I don't want to get to WWE or NXT or Ring of Honor and my body can't, you know, can withstand it because I've been killing myself on the indie. So I'm just really mindful of that, you know. Well, you know, speaking of that, uh, you know, you mentioned crazy bumps and all that. What is your finishing maneuver? Tell us a little bit about it. Does it have a name? And tell us what goes into performing it or what it uh, what it involves when you do it. Um, well, I thought to myself, you know, I'm a smaller guy, and uh, I'm pretty sure most of the guys that I'll be wrestling will be bigger than me. So if, if I look at all the great wrestlers, the Randy Ortons, the Stone Colds, the Rocks, all these the Hulk Hogan, all the great wrestlers, the Ric Flairs of the world, 
they all have finisher maneuvers that they can hit on anybody at any time, any size, from anywhere, basically, except for Ric Flair, because he, you know, he can't hit the figure four leg lock from the top rope, but you get my point. <laughs> um, right. But now, that'd be cool if he did, though. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Um, but uh, I was thinking with my athleticism and agile, I want to be able to hit my finishing maneuver from any way, from the apron into the ring or from the top rope or, you know, things like that from anywhere, basically. And um, I came up with a finish. It's called a flatliner. It's basically um, me jumping up and wrapping my right arm around their neck and they're falling face forward. Um, it was Shelton Benjamin used the, the finishers. Called, he called it the play dirt. Um, uh, promoter told me <laughs> that's the black guy finisher. <laughs> so, <laughs> all the black guys on the internet um, that finisher. That's what I was told. Now, have you ever have you ever thought of you know a tag team? You know, because you know I have a mask, but you know I usually just break it out on the weekends. You know. Um, I, I'm not opposed to that. However, I just want you to be mindful that when you're with me, that when I come out, every time I come out, I'm in full energy and I am the life of the party. I'm the most energetic guy on the roster. Majority of the time, any promotion I work for when I come in, and I'm not to my own horn, I'm not being cocky or anything, but when I come out, I'm just overly excited. I stand out immediately because my energy and charisma is just through the roof when I come out. It's, it's just something that comes through my body when I break that curtain. So if you're not as, as excited as I am when I come out, then I don't know if we can work as a tag team because I don't want to overshadow my tag partner because we're a unit, you know? <laughs> well, you, well, you know something? You and I you and I have a lot in common then because uh, up until tonight, I always thought I was the life of the party. Uh, but I... Uh, some would, I guess, would say otherwise, but, uh, you know, when I walk into the room, you know, people know that the icon is there, you know, so I, I think you and I would be able to feed off each other. I think it would be an awesome thing. I'm not opposed to it, brother. Awesome. Now, uh, I did, um, one thing that we are going to do now, uh, so before we run out of time, I did send you a little uh, script uh, uh, of a uh, promo to do for us. Uh, I'm going to have you do that now. What I'll do is I'll count you down from five, and then if we have to do a couple takes, we'll do that, and then we'll see how it goes. Okay, I got it already. I'm ready. All right, ready? Five, four. Hey, this is the rising star, JT Funk, and you're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hawkster. Awesome. We will use that. That was great. The cool thing that is, that was great. The that cool was thing awesome. is because you know you uh, because you said uh, the other guy's name's last. Uh, easy for the, uh, me to edit them out. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, tell us uh, if uh, our fans out there wanted to check you out. Do you have a Facebook? Do you have a Twitter? Do you have an Instagram? What do you got going out there? Well, the good thing about mine is uh, everything is the same. My Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, everything is <clears throat> at the JT Funk. T H E J T F U N K. That's J. Uh, I'm sorry. That's T H E J T F U N K. And I just wanted to cover something before we get off. Um, 
Well, no, we're, no, we we got we got time, we got more time with you, but we just want to make sure we got everything taken care of before uh, we didn't get it in. Okay, all right. I just wanted to mention something because it's not really mentioned a lot in this business. Um, but now, like I said before, when I first got into the business, um, well, prior prior to that, my first WWE live event that I went to, um, that's what made me say, okay, yes, this is really what I want to do. Um, just a live experience, which is a whole nother, you know, going from watching it to actually seeing it live was amazing. Um, so with that being said, when I would come to the shows early and, you know, meet the wrestlers or try to see them, speak to them and stuff like that, a lot of them, and, um, I'm not going to mention names, but I just remember how, you know, how certain wrestlers made me feel. And some of them, you know, they would they wouldn't speak, they wouldn't wave, they wouldn't really communicate with you, and they could have been tired or whatever the case may be. But I'm probably about ten years old, so I don't understand that they travel as much as they are. Um, and I told myself when I get to that level of being a professional wrestler, I'm never going to turn a fan away. They can always come up to me, no matter how bad of a day I'm having. Or whatever I'm going through, I'm going to make every kid smile and make sure I sign every autograph before I leave. And um, kind of with, with my gimmick now, I got this concept now, is after every match that I win, I bring at least two or three kids in the ring with me and we dance for about maybe 30 seconds to a minute. And I've been getting a lot of positive feedback from, you know, the parents. They'll write me and say, wow, my kid just won't stop talking about that, that, that experience that you gave them that they'll never forget. So... The moral of what I'm trying to say is that, you know, even though we're superstars and we're entertainers and we're athletes and stuff like that, I think more importantly, the fans will always remember how you make them feel. They, they'll remember the cool stuff you did in the ring and all that, but I think more importantly, what they'll hold in their heart is how you make them feel and the interactions that you have with them. So I try to make my interactions with my fans very memorable, you know what I mean? So I just wanted to touch on that, guys. Well, I just want to comment. I just want to comment on that, Icon, because as a wrestling fan myself, I appreciate hearing something like that because, you know, I've I've been around this business a long time. I've seen a lot of shows over the years. I've seen a lot of independent shows. I, I mean, and, you know, a fan can either break you or make you at the shows that you do. And that's why I'm so blessed to be a part of Wrestling for a Cause like I am because I love to see those kids' smiles for two to three hours when we do these shows for these kids and their families. You know, they're volunteering their time. They're making those kids feel like, hey, I'm worth a million bucks, you know. And I I love that. I mean, because I love kids anyways. But I appreciate you for saying what you just said you know, to make it enjoyable for the fans. And, uh, you know, the thing is, whether in this business, whether you're a good guy, a bad guy, an in-betweeny, or whatever it is, if, you know, even bad guys have their fans. And if you don't take care of your fans in this business, you're not going to be in it very long because people are going to say, Oh, man, what a jerk he was, you know. You, you have to take care of your fans, and I'm sure you agree with that. 
Absolutely, absolutely. And you can tell, like, you know, when some of the parents come up to me, they'll be like, um, do you mind if I get a picture? And they, like, kind of hesitate because they're like, oh, I don't want to bother you. And I'm like, sure, come on, get as many pictures as you want, you know, and just because you know, it's that little – five to ten year old in me saying this is what I wanted as a as a fan. You know, I wanted to be able to interact with my favorite wrestlers. So I just want to give the fans something they'll never forget. And if they want to take a picture with me, if they want to give me a hug, whatever they want to do and it's feasible, why not? You know what I mean? So And you know, speaking of that, hopefully uh you know and I'll send you the address. Hopefully you can send us a few autographs so we can uh have for giveaways for our big December show that we got coming up. Absolutely. Sure. Sure. Cool. I will. Uh, I will send you the address, and then uh, whenever you whenever you get to it, we'd appreciate that. Now, I usually don't ask uh, this to uh, our guests, but uh, since we got a little time here, I'm going to go ahead and ask you: What wrestler today do you like, and which one do you dislike? <sighs> well, uh... if you, or if you don't want to answer, you can pass. Oh, I'll answer. I like to be honest. You know, you asked me a question, so I'll answer. Um, well, a guy that I really, really enjoy now, and I've enjoyed for some, for quite some time now, is Dolph Ziggler. Um, I really, really enjoy Dolph Ziggler so much because he, everything that he does in the ring looks really, really good. And I was listening to his interview, and he was like, you know, I don't do a whole lot of fancy things in the ring. However. I take the simple stuff and make it different. And I'm like, wow, like he he is a DDT that he does that's very unique. His drop kick is impeccable. Um I aspire my drop kick like him. Like, you know, that's why I got a beautiful drop kick cuz I want my drop kick to look as beautiful as Dolph Ziggler. But um yeah, I really really enjoy Dolph Ziggler. Every time I see him and he's been losing a lot lately. Um he's working heel now, but I really really enjoy Dolph Ziggler so much. He makes everybody he's in the ring with look good. Everything he does look good. It's just, it's just, man, it's beautiful. Yeah. And then, okay, um, then now is there any that you don't? Um, it's kind of hard because I don't. Me being in the business, I don't like being really. I don't really like saying I don't like a particular wrestler. Um, but I would say a guy that I'm not really high on. I'm not going to say dislike. I would say probably Kevin Owens. I'm not the biggest Kevin Owens fan. I think he's very overrated, but that's just my personal opinion. I'm not really a – I don't really care about Kevin Owens. Guess what? I don't like that bastard either. No? No. And if I ever saw him in public, I'd probably go up and I'd I'd knock the taste right out of his mouth because he deserves it. (laughs) I, I know you. I I, I don't. Ex, I I know you. You know. I'm not expecting to follow up on that statement, but like I say, if Kevin Owens ever hears this show, if any uh, of his friends ever listen to this show, and you guys want to tell him what I said, go ahead. Because if I ever see him, I'm going to knock him out because he's got it coming. He's that big oh. of a jerk. Oh, okay. Okay. But uh, you and I are on the same page. I know you probably wouldn't go to that extreme, but you know, the thing is, the icon would. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, once again, here uh, we got a, we got a few. And uh, when your next match is, and uh, if you can tell us where, and if you know about ticket information, go ahead and tell us all that, and uh, 
We'll let you get back to your uh, – I know you were working on uh, bench pressing that 500 pound weight before you before you called in, so we'll let you get back to that. But uh, tell us about your next match again, so we know. Uh, so I'm wrestling in Philadelphia this Saturday, um, and you can get tickets at supercrazywrestling.com. You can also get tickets at their uh, Facebook page, which is Super Crazy Wrestling. And uh, when you're in Philadelphia. If uh, my friend Carson Wentz, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, if he happens to be in the audience seeing you, tell him hi from the icon. Tell him we uh, we miss him out here in uh, in Bisonville. Awesome. I also also tell him uh, he needs to be on the show too. How about that? Well, yeah, I've been trying to get him on the show. You know, but I, I appreciate it, man, and uh, we thank you for taking time out of your schedule and. Uh, I'll send you that address, and we definitely want to have you on again. You've been awesome. We appreciate it. Thank you. I am delighted to be on the show, and I sincerely hope I'll be invited back again in the near future, guys. You definitely Thanks will. For Thank for coming you, on. Thanks for having me. <laughs> awesome. JT hey, Funk, hey. man. Flip the funk on the, on the wild side there. That was awesome. That was great. All right, so now we're just waiting for our uh, final guest, uh, uh, Scumbag Nation. I can't wait to ask them how they got their name. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's one of, um, that's well, one I found the, out uh, something very interesting, Icon. What's that? Well, well, when you were first interviewing our second guest, I had a call come in, and it was my son. And apparently, when Stevie Ray was doing the interview with us, he was on Facebook Live <laughs> because my son says, "I heard you talking to Stevie Ray." <laughs> really? So, yeah, that's what he—that's what my son told me. So I don't know. I—I I don't know. I, I'm going to have to check that out and uh, go to Facebook after the show and check that out. But apparently, because my son says, "Mom, I heard you talking to Stevie Ray." <laughs> I said, did you did you call into the show? And he says, no, he was on Facebook Live. And I said, oh, okay. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is interesting. So great. Uh, more people on Facebook know who the icon is. That's. Uh, I guess that's an ego boost right there. I guess. So our next guest should be calling in soon. Uh, we know. Well, that I our, hope your feel. Co-host. I hope your feelings weren't hurt when he asked me why I wasn't hosting this interview. I'm like, I'm not. I'm not the host. I'm just a co-host. I'm just a. I'm just a, a third party. I'm just a third wheel here. You know. <laughs> well, no, 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 uh, no. My feelings weren't hurt or anything, but I will say, I will say one thing though. That interview. Uh, definitely did not go the way I thought it was going to go. Um, and to be honest with you, it was completely unexpected the way it went. It and was. Like I say, I, lo- I love Stevie Ray. I've been a fan of Harlem Heat for a long time. Uh, I And I really didn't get to ask him uh, the question I was going to ask him. But I'm hoping that uh, he will be on the show again. And I think what maybe. we'll do is we'll do like a well, yeah, we'll do like maybe. a special show with just him. Yeah, just you know? just kind of like we did with Diamond Dallas Page. You know, we did just a special show, and maybe that's what we need to do with Stevie Ray. 
Right. I'd like to find out when his podcasts are going to be because I would just like to listen to his podcast, you know, so. Well, well, you know, I'm thinking that, uh, you know, while you mentioned that he'll uh, he'll keep us posted on Facebook, but, you know, mm-hmm. that football movie that he mm-hmm. said he was going to be in uh, was really cool. Um, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. So I think that'll be cool. It's kind of quiet without a uh, big swing with us tonight. Yeah, well, yeah, we don't have to. We don't have to hear. Uh, we don't have to hear about Edge. Uh, so <laughs> taking a break from that. Don't have to hear about Edge all the time uh, and Alexa Bliss. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, you know, I don't mind uh, talking about Edge. I don't mind talking about Alexa Bliss, but. You know, it's uh, you know, it'd be you know, it'd be cool. I, I'm still working on trying to get Edge on, but there's just that would so be many awesome. hoops that I have to jump through to get them on. You know. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. Somebody like Edge, you would have to really through a lot of hoops to do that. Yeah. So we're just waiting for our next guest to. Uh, I told I told my whole told my husband the other day I said I've had I've got something every weekend going on this month it seems like it this this whole month it's just been jam packed for me. Well, you know I'll tell you it's uh, with uh, okay so it looks like uh, our next guest is so I will go ahead and introduce them. Okay. And then we'll, Here we uh, go. we'll take them to the end of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, our third and fourth combatant of the night. They are the coolest independent tag team wrestlers going today. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we bring to you Scum <coughs> Bag Nation. Gentlemen, how are you? We're doing cool, just like you asked. The coolest tag. I like All that right. introduction. The coolest tag team. Coolest wow. But well, you, you forgot one thing. You, you should have just tweaked it a bit. The coolest tag team in the world. In the world. The Scumbag Nation. Well, I'll tell you, uh, what we're going to have you do when we uh, – I sent you the script. Uh, yeah. I sent you the we, script. We, we're going to have you guys to. say that. Yeah, we're gonna have you guys say that when you do the little promo for us. Yeah, we we got the script. We're re- we're all ready for that when when we get to that. All right, cool. So what uh, what I like to what we like to do here on the show is once we uh, introduce a guest uh, with the best introduction they've ever had, uh, we like to have them tell us a little bit about themselves. So uh, uh, go ahead, and then we'll ask you some questions. All right. Uh, first off. Uh... This is Chris Rex, one half of Scumbag Nation. I've been a professional wrestler for seven years, uh, trained by Joel Maximo. And uh, since 2016, me and my partner here, John Fun, we've been going uh, as a tag team Scumbag Nation, just running up and down the United States independent scene on the East Coast and uh, getting our name out there. 
And uh, how did you guys uh, gravitate towards each other? Well, we've been best friends for 10 years, so when the opportunity came about for us to travel and tag team together, of course we jumped on it. We we know each other in and out of the ring, so we found no better opportunity to take the ball and run with it. All right. Now, do you guys uh, do you guys have a manager? No, no. not at all. Not at all. Not at all. No well, good because I'm up for I'm up for hire as of tonight. Yeah, I, I thought I've heard you say that earlier in the show. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what, you. wouldn't that be great? Scumbag Nation and the Icon, wouldn't that be great? We've had opportunities to have, to have managers, but we're the type of guys, we, we want to do it ourselves. We, we kind of feel like we don't need a manager. We lie enough ourselves. We cheat enough ourselves. I mean, <laughs> you know, we, try, we, talk. We, we tell old people to stand up out their wheelchairs. Us, come on, like come man. on, Granny Hoaxer, stand up. Let's go, let's go, stand okay, up. Okay, okay, okay. You sound like two guys that I would love giving lots and lots of grief to. Because let me share a little story with you boys. Uh-oh. Somebody told me one night at, at a wrestling show, they asked me, they asked me, they said, no, they said, Granny, don't you have a curfew with nursing home? And I said, baby, I ain't don't need no curfew. I got the keys to the building. So, yeah, you guys, you guys would be lots of fun for me to play with. Let me tell you. I'd have a blast playing with you guys. You're top of the line at the senior home, right? You know, everyone has to respect Honey, I'm not even at a senior home. I'm not even at a senior home. I live independently in my own home right now. And I am proud to say I'm going to be 56 years old. The 29th of this month is my birthday, and I still and I am still and I am still loved, and I am still loved at every independent show I go to. Well, guys, I'll let you know this. Congratulations! I'll let you guys know this. Uh, actually, my my father is, is 62, so. Yeah, you're still young and healthy, man. I like that you're out there going. Well, I I don't know about the healthy part. I've had a lot of I've had a lot of health issues over the years that I've had to deal with. I just had to have a pacemaker put in last November, you know. Uh, so I mean, but I can still I can still I can still dish it out at the wrestling shows because I have a friend over in Oklahoma that does independent wrestling shows for kids that have got cancer called Wrestling for a Cause. And if you boys ever make your way to Oklahoma, you'll have to look up wrestling for a cause because I can, Granny can get you probably hooked up and get you in touch with the promoter of that organization. You know, thank you very much. We appreciate that. That sounds like a plan. I guess that's going to be guys. One I'll of let you know one thing about Granny Hulkster. I'll let you guys know one thing about Granny Hulkster. Either she'll beat you yeah. with her cane, or she'll or she'll bake you a batch of cookies. So, oh, so it sounds like she's more man than you are. <laughs> Great. You know, I'll tell you what, this is not my night. This Icon, is this pick on Icon night or something? I mean. It, it, it must be. It must be. Uh, first, I got not, picked on by my hero. Now I'm getting night. picked on by, now I'm getting picked on by Scumbag Nation. Speaking of that. How did you guys get that name? Where does that name Scumbag Nation come from? Well, it 
um, it was originally a, a group that I had here in New York, in New York. Uh, called, uh, called uh, SNAP, and it stood for Scumbag Nation of Today. And it was me, uh, Mario Bocara, Azriel, Sammy Callahan, and, um, and then we brought in John Pun, my partner, originally as Flag Boy. And then when that sort of fizzled out, we decided to just take it upon ourselves to just go on the road and just be scumbag nation. Now, in your guys' uh, tenure uh, in the business, uh, have you guys uh, wrestled for uh, many companies? Are you with the one company? And uh, have you guys uh, held many titles? Uh, in the beginning, uh, in the beginning. I, uh, we were both with different companies. Um, um, I was mainly with uh, Fighting Spirit Wrestling, my trainer's company, and uh, that's where I was for a few years, and then I started going out on my own and taking my own bookings and just seeing what else was out there and meeting new people. Now, we always uh, ask this of all our independent wrestlers, you know, because, you know, we all know that the WWE is the big dance. Now, a lot of our guests, uh, independent wrestling guests, have different opinions. No one has the same opinion on it. Because when you get to the WWE, they basically tell you what you can do, what you can't do, who you can talk to, this, that, the other. They basically control every aspect of your life. Now, is that something that you guys would want to do, or would you guys rather stay independent where you can control your own destiny? I mean, I think pretty much like generally in back of everybody's mind, no matter what they say, in the back of everybody's mind, the dream is to go to WWE. It's just what we all grew up on. You know, it's just a fact, and you can't hide it. But like, it's a choice if if we want to go and if it comes, if it's an opportunity where either of us can go singles or tag team, then yeah, well, I, I, why not? You know, I, I would never knock down any opportunity to work anywhere. Exactly. If WWE came tomorrow and said we want Chris Rex as a singles competitor, I'd be so happy for him. You know, go, 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 run. But you know, we we don't look at WWE as like you know the end of our careers because there's so much to do in pro wrestling, especially in the, in the last few years. The way that there's so many different genres of wrestling everywhere. I think every state now there, there's some sort of wrestling going on, and and it, it's so easy for for people to go to wrestling schools now and train because there's schools everywhere. It's, it's just so much more uh, like uh, opportunity. Exactly. There's more eyes on it from a fan's perspective. I mean, there's so much you can accomplish in wrestling that WWE doesn't have to be the be-all, end-all of anybody's career. Well, now, with with your passion and your drive, because, you know, we do want to see you get to the next level. We do want to see you guys get out there. The question is, when you guys do get out there, like we asked, uh, like we asked JT, and we are going to have you guys on again. Will you still consider us your friend and still talk to us when you guys sign that million-dollar deal? 
Oh, definitely, I mean, definitely. Yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll make sure Granny has the front row tickets while you guys are sitting in the nosebleed. I mean, I'm sure, like, WWE, they tell you, like, what you can, what podcasts and stuff you can and can't do. I'm sure there's contract, because you're under contract, you know? That's something con- contractually obligated to do with what they tell you to do. But if there's an opportunity where we can go on outside and they approve of it, then why not? Uh, again, awesome, like, and we appreciate Open opportunities, that. open minds. But the one thing I don't understand is why Granny gets a front row seat and I got to sit in the nosebleed. Don't you guys like me? We we, we like you a little bit less than Granny. Oh, okay. All right. It has to be, it has to be the cookies. It has to be the cookies. Yeah, it has um, to be the cookies. I think she I think she baked it, it, something into them. <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, well, you know, I'll I, tell you, I, the, I don't, uh, put, I, I don't put anything bad in my cookies, boys. You know, so you know, just the good stuff, right? No, <laughs> just, a, just good, just good old-fashioned chocolate chip and peanut butter cookies. You know, so matter of fact, the last WWE <laughs> show, I made, I made ninety-six chocolate chip cookies for the raffle for the rap for raffle items. You know, so I baked ninety-six why, why chocolate chip na- cookies for the last show. Why ninety-six? You, you, you lost count because it was it just 100? like four dozen, four dozen, four dozen cookies. You know, four dozen chocolate chip cookies. That's what I ended up baking. Now she could have made a so. she could have made a hundred if she would have done a baker's dozen. There you go. Look yeah, at that. Yeah, you know, Vegas but oh, I know. And well, it just so happened. I just so happened that my my batch of cookies made out. 96 cookies, you know, 48 48 cookies in each pan, you know. I made two big pans of cookies, and so just the way my my batch of cookies turned out, you know. know, If I would have made my cookies a little bit smaller, I might have had over 100, you know. But, but you know, it sounds like I got to give you my address, and you can mail some of those this way. Yeah, well, I know. What, Icon we'll wants. Icon we'll, we'll wants we'll some cookies too. So I'll get you some cookies, uh, but you got to send us some autographs for giveaways. Icon's at the back of the list. Icon's at the back of the list. Oh, Icon's at okay. the back of the list. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, when this day started, I had a reason to live. Anyway, um, <laughs> you have a reason to live every day, Icon. You know, we yeah, all have a reason your, your to live reason every to day. Live is picked on. That's your reason to live. Right, yeah. yeah. Some people in, yeah, in well, just have hey, a gimmick. And Icon, you know, you, know what I, you know what I tell, you know what I tell people when they're, when they're giving me a rough time, when they're picking on me and giving Granny a rough time? I'll say, well, you know what? If you're picking on me, you're leaving somebody else alone. Somebody else alone. Well, yeah, this this reminds me of junior high and high school. But anyway, let's get back to this. Now, uh, now guys, I know you said that uh, you do have the script, uh, so we're going to go ahead and take care of that now. Uh, I'm going to count you down from five, and then uh, if we have to do a couple things, we'll do that. All right, if we have to do a couple things, we'll do that, and then we'll uh, see how it goes. Ready? Five, four, three. Two, one. Hey everyone, he's Chris Rex. Hey everyone, he's John Pun. We're the Scumbag Nation. You're listening to the Attitude Era live with your host, the Icon, the Big Swing, 
and Granny Hoaxer. What you gonna do? Well, I'll tell you what. That's uh, that's pretty that was good, awesome. guys. You know, that was awesome. About that is, you guys are the first tag team that actually said your names together and introduced each other. We've had no other tag team do that. That's awesome. That's cool. Come on, we're a tag so, team. Now tell us, guys. So, uh, when uh, all good wrestlers have a great finish maneuver, what is yours? What is the name of it? And tell us what it entails. Um, well, we have um, one move that, we, I, if you call it, our, I guess, our finisher, it's something we, we use the most. It's um, uh, Pano over here, he gives you like a backbreaker onto his onto his knee and I come off the top rope with a double knee and we really don't have a, a name name for it. Um another move we do is it's a wheelbarrow cutter. Um and then I do a surfboard while he runs in with a with a running knee. We really again we really don't have names for our moves. We we just do them. We also have the straight jacket double neck breaker that we do. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I I could give you guys a couple names for it. Yeah, you know? we're not we're not big on names. We just we just like to lay out our opponents lay and you know them. pick up victories and pick up championships on the way. That's it. We okay. we, we, right. we don't need we don't need to be fancy and name every maneuver that we do. We're the scumbag right. nation. That's cool. We'll steal you. <laughs> yeah, we'll do them to you and beat you with them. Now, uh, with uh, with uh, your uh, your popularity and the cool name that you guys have, uh, when is uh, your your next match? And is it for a title uh, or what? Uh, what's your next match? Or have you guys not been told when it is or where it is? Well, in wrestling, I feel like there's times where like stocks are up and down. You know, it's like the stock market; it's up and down. And I think for a while we were, we were a little hot, and then we got cold, and then we got hot again. So it's been cold for us for, for a little bit. And, um, you know, we've taken that time. You know, things go on in our personal lives. So, you know, we've just taken the time to, just, you know, think more about uh, our personal lives rather than putting wrestling first. And okay. but actually we had, do have bookings coming up in um, December. I believe through March, we we have we're working for one company. We're still working out the details on that, but pretty much that that seems solid. And I mean, we're always open to working, you know, as long as a promotion, you know, accepts, you know, our, our initial, you know, message or you know our initial conversation. All right. Well, and if our um, if our uh. Our fans wanted to check you guys out. Do you have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? Do you have a Twitter? What do you got out there? Um, yeah, we can find us on all in I believe uh, yeah, all social media. It's at um Scumbag Nation, but in Scumbag, the A is out, so it's S C U M B G Nation. And then uh if uh our fans wanted to uh uh check out some of your uh uh, former matches uh, are those uh, are those available to be seen on YouTube somewhere? or Do they have to subscribe? To yeah, them? yeah. We'll, we'll we'll be posting them up on um 
on our Facebook and our Twitter and Instagram. But you can find them on YouTube if you just uh, search for Scumbag Nation. Uh, look for Chris Rex, John Pun. Uh, we'll pop up. I believe our channel is actually Scumbag Nation. All right. And then uh, is uh, is there any tag team out there that uh, that you that you that you were feuding with or are feuding with or a tag gets under your skin that you guys want to uh, uh, get back in the ranks? Soon, uh, is there any out there that uh, fall into that category? Um, we really wanted to like uh, have, go with Riot City. Riot City's most wanted. We had a little series going on with them, and of course, different promotions, and it it was getting pretty competitive. Pretty competitive. <laughs> um, and also the cool people. Last year, last July, we went out to Rhode Island, and uh, for. New World Wrestling Extreme, and we wrestled the cool people that tag team champions, and we were we were close to, to bringing them home back to New York. So uh, we would definitely want to rematch with them. And uh, in your guys' tenure, how many different titles have you guys held? We actually ha- uh, have only had one title. We won back in January for a company. Um, I don't think it's running anymore, uh, Ultimate Wrestling League. We won those belts in uh, January. Okay, so uh, so you, the the company's not. So did you guys uh, when they went under? Did they did they make? Well, I'm sure they vacated the titles. They must have vacated everything, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we were we were we were involved in the promotion. On um, we wound up getting involved on the booking side and helping the promoter bring in talent. And pretty much, pretty much, like, um, with things that I've been through and experience that I have and what I've done for, for you know, my trainer, Joel, and what I've worked with him uh, side by side on, I use that to try to help him and shape his company. And it, we seem to be going good, and he kind of pulled, pulled the, uh, let's say, the, the, the disappearing act, you know, what, the, pretty much the stories of the bad promoter. He started doing that, and it kind of put us in a position where we were like, first and foremost, we have to contact talent and let them know we're we're no longer involved, you know. And so we we did right by the talent first because nobody was hearing from him, and it was like what like three days from the show, two days from the show. We 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 didn't hear from him, so we made the call to do that, and uh, yeah, it's it's. Yeah, it wound up not working out. Not working out. After after like the, the first show, he just like disappeared on us. Oh, so it's one of those deals. So like, we were uh, there. We were we were their first and last ever tag team champions. So it was one of those deals. Uh, I think Granny Hawkster was involved in a deal like that, where uh, the promoter uh, brought wrestlers in, sold tickets. Took their money and didn't have a show. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear about that all all the time. Um, I believe in Canada that happened. A few a few of the guys that I trained with went out to Canada for like this ECW reunion. Which I hate to say it, every ECW reunion show is just if you use the words hardcore reunion extreme, it, it's just bound to fail. So they did this show out in Canada, and and it, the promoter pretty much took the money and, and just left halfway through the show, and nobody knew where he was. Try and 
a few a few people were were that were like innocent, like kind of like had to take the fall for it. And, well, but the actually, sad thing well, was my well, well, I don't want to say cool, but you know, um, from a fan's perspective, is uh, like pretty much the guys had no way home, and some of the fans were willing to drive them back over the border. Anyway, it was it was pretty cool that, that fans would be able to do that for for us. Well, and, uh, see, the sad well, situation with my thing was we didn't even have the show. They ended up just doing a meet and greet, and the promoter, you know, still has yet to pay me back my money for my tickets that I bought on a show that we didn't even get to have. Yeah. We know that feeling. So, you know, and, and, and one of my, one of my friends that was at the show helped the one of the wrestlers use his frequent flyer miles to get him home back home because the promoter didn't pay him what he promised he was going to pay him. So it was a bad situation. Yeah, that, 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 that happens a lot in, in wrestling. Yeah. And in, in your, in your guys' opinion, and I, I sure I already know the answer to this, but if uh, this particular promoter, whoever it may be, decides to have shows again, you guys would not go work for him, correct? Uh, no, just just no, no, no. just based off of like I'm not I don't like I'm not one to expose business and things like that. So you know I I I'll, I'll keep it at that. But we wouldn't just based off of off of what happened and the details of what happened. Uh, we 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 would not work for him again. Awesome, and that that's a good thing. you got to take your stance on that. Well, you know, I'll tell you what, guys, uh, before we wrap it up here, uh, is there anything else you want to uh, tell our fans before uh, we let you guys get back to your training and all the other stuff that you're doing? Um, it, it just if, if you want to see us, let your promoters know about us. Really, that's like the, be- the best way wrestlers can – can get booked. Fans have such a voice, especially online. We drive anywhere. We'll, we'll, we have a car, we'll drive anywhere, you know, and that's really is Facebook and social media from a fan's perspective is is so, is a powerful tool to, to help wrestlers. I've seen wrestlers get booked just because of how, how big their fan base was on Twitter. Like, and so, would, you, uh, would you guys be willing to uh, uh, travel and help out the Granny's promotion, wrestling with the cause. Oh, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, we've always wanted to do like charity work, cha- charity shows too. Like that's something that's, that's something that like we, even though we play heels, like we're, we're, we're good people, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> we like the, the thing about shows. her promotion is it's to, uh, it's to, it's to help kids that are fighting cancer, to help raise money for them. Oh, definitely, yeah. We'll definitely guys, let me tell you, let me tell you, if you if you go to Facebook, if you type in Wrestling for a Cause, we'll have their website. It will have the promoter's phone number on their Facebook page, so you can get a hold of the promoter that way. His name is Tim Rockwell, so you can look up Tim Rockwell on Facebook, and it's and it's called Wrestling for a Cause. And we're actually doing a show this week um, in Claremore, Oklahoma, for a little boy named Stephen. And um, uh, in October, they were going to be celebrating their seventh year anniversary show. 
So look, right. ch- look them up on Facebook. Look them up on Facebook. I'm already, I'm already on it. We'll definitely on. be on top of that. We'll, 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 we'll probably name drop you when we, when we contact the promoter. <laughs> so just just tell awesome. just tell just tell them that you talked to Granny Hulkster and Tim will know who I am. So. I'm sure everyone and, knows uh, who you are by that name in your area. Well, yes, I mean, and I I got to tell you a funny story, guys. You know, because right now Tim is like he's over a little group of wrestlers called the called the villains. And so they're trying to get me to change my name to Granny Villain, and it's not going to happen, guys. I'm I'm not going to happen, not anytime Why soon. Not? <laughs> Why not? Maybe you have a spot in the Scumbag Nation. If that, if no, that no, 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 no. I don't. I, I, I give the heels grief. I boo the bad guys, you know. So, but I, I don't know, you know. I don't know what's going to happen with that storyline, but I, uh, I just want, I just want to let you know, booing the heels does not give us grief. It gives us motivation and stuff to feed off of. Well, you know grief. what? You want to? Hey, if you ever show, hey, if you ever show up at wrestling for a cause, boys. Granny will give you plenty of heat because you want to play with me. I'll you can dish it out and I'll dish it right back at you. Oh, oh we're shaking in our stockings. <laughs> I, I think it is. You better be shaking in your boots, boy. Do you need your ambience? All right, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, our time is uh, running short. Uh, we do appreciate you taking that time out of your schedules. To join us, and I'll be in contact with you. We will have to get you guys on again. All right, All right. no problem. Thanks you guys have a great out. evening, and also buy our shirt. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thanks, guys. All right. Awesome. Scumbag Nation, ladies and gentlemen. Very, very cool. Well, you know, I'll tell you, this has been uh, a very interesting show. Uh, <laughs> it has. Uh, this is the first time. <laughs> This is the first time in the show that we didn't have a uh, our opening theme song. Uh, this is the first time we were only able to play one commercial. This is the first when we didn't hear about Edge or Alexa Bliss by Big Swing. This is the first time we didn't really hear from Big Swing at all. Uh, this is the, uh, well, it's not the first time that the icon's been picked on, but uh, it's the first time that the icon's been picked on by two guests, one at the beginning, one at the end. Uh, but I still like all our our guests. And uh, real quick here, uh, before we sign off, I'm just going to give a rundown of what we got coming up uh, this Monday. We are going to have three guests on again uh, because now they're actually starting to contact me uh, to get on the show. So I uh, put them in as they call. So we're going to have Steve uh, Steve, uh, Ocasio. Uh, we're going to have Riley Crowell and uh, Desi Dorada. Uh, uh, one has been confirmed. Uh, the other two I'm still waiting on, but uh want to follow. If not, uh, I do have plenty of backups. I do have plenty of tricks up my sleeve to get people on. So uh, we'll be on regular time uh, next Monday, and then it uh, looks like we'll have two Thursday shows after that. So, and uh, don't forget to join us after SummerSlam. We're going to have an hour edition of 
called What Kind of Pay-Per-View Was That? Well, we haven't really named it yet, but uh, hopefully Granny will be there with us. Uh, so uh, I guess until then, uh, we are going to go ahead and sign off. And uh, we appreciate everybody joining us. And uh, stay tuned because this show is growing, growing, growing faster than any other podcast in history today. So with that, we bid you guys a farewell. And we'll see you next week, Granny. Thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Good night, everyone. Uh, Running the controls. We appreciate you guys all. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Take care. And I'm guessing we probably don't have outro music either because our audio files have been hacked. So uh, I guess that'll do it. And uh, you guys all take care. And we'll see you on the flip side. Have a great week, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Dead man walking. You got it now. You got it. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.